The following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers. As you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So, get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy, the podcast. How the fuck is it that I once said a little story about trying to teabag my brother, a cautionary tale, and you guys ripped the shit out of me, but Danny... Last week was like, it's like trying to drown 500 chihuahuas in a bathtub, and he gets away scot-free. How am I the bad guy here? That wasn't Danny. That was Timmy. Uh, no, but Danny was the one that then went and kind of verified what no, He Timmy. was accessing the mind of Timmy. Timmy's a listener, so we like our listeners. Mm. I'll pick the flaws in this. One, mind wasn't real. And oh. <laughs> Genuinely, I sec- didn't know. It was secondly, other- minds didn't evolve attempted incestuous rape. Ah, n- non-consensual brother cuddling, I'd prefer to call yeah. it. <laughs> I don't think we should revisit this one. Nah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got some notes here, um, just about the intro, if that's okay. Oh, about, like, what, feedback? Well, yeah, I was listening to it there for probably the first time properly. Yeah. And you know I don't drink. Uh, we're not changing the name. So can we, no, the, you can keep the name, right? Even though on... Socials, if you read it all together, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't read very well. Um, but can we change it to three mates, two of them talking shit over some beers and a really cool sober guy? Yeah, that sounds like a thing that we should do. Yeah, fucking yeah. takes a long time. And also, I don't want to enable you. You called me an enabler before we started the podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm not enabling you. Every time... You- you fucking say, oh, I'm off the drink now for two weeks. Who gives a fuck? I'm going to just double down on the fuck off. Like, I appreciate other people might have to give up the drink, but I'm not going to let you get away with it because I like drunk James better. Listen, again, I <laughs> Sorry, said it bro. last week, I'll say it this week. I know you're hurting. I actually I know am. this is a facade. This is a drunken bravado that you've created. Yep. But I know the real Shane. Yep. I know you're a soft, nice guy who's loving... Wee guy with a shiny face, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Little red bag. <laughs> Can I hit you up about that one more time? What the fuck do you mean by shiny face? Like, I don't uh, we, I'm a small guy. I don't mind being wee Shane. But the shiny face is just like... I've been self-conscious about that for like the last week. I've been looking in the mirror going, is this? Is my face any shinier than normal? I've asked my girlfriend, like, what does my face look like to you? And she's like, it's just you. And I'm like... Is it shiny? You think I'm shiny? You think I'm ugly? <laughs> I think you've, you've, you've fucking planted a seed and it's turned into a tree of sadness in my mind. That's the shame we all know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right <laughs> so we're not here to fuck spiders. It was mentioned in the previous episode. What the fuck is it? I said this in the podcast, uh, in, in, in our group chat, and everyone went, what the fuck are you talking about? Basically, we're... we're that like could a, be anything you say in the group chat. <laughs> it's a New Zealand thing. It might be an Australian thing as well, but we're not here to fuck spiders. I don't mean... That everyone else is here to have sex with spiders. Like I'm not. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm. Just, we're not here to fuck spiders. Means we're here to do a job. Let's do it. I guess someone once tried to fuck a spider and went. This actually takes a long time and it's not actually that productive. How big do the spiders get in New Zealand? Ah, uh, because that side of the world is known for being scary when it comes to these things, especially nah, Australia. Nah, New Zealand spiders are actually really cute and cuddly. I mean, we've got two poisonous ones, but they're not even that poisonous. I wouldn't fuck them. Like, they're not sexy. Like, I'm I'm like, there's not many animals. There's no animals. Fuck, I'm going to dig a hole here. I don't really want to fuck any animals. But, but a, if spider you would be, one. <laughs> a spider would be right down on the list. I'm afraid of them. And, I like, I like the idea that it's eight furry hand jobs. That's kind of 
There's something in there. But I like the idea of you having to present a program called Shane's Top Hundred Animals that he would like to fuck. If you were that, uh, and this is shit chat, ninety nine breeds of sheep. <laughs> what if you were a fucking animal, guys, just around the room? You, and feel free to tell me this is a shit idea. But what animal would you fuck if you had to fuck us? Animal, mate. That's a shit idea. <laughs> this is a shit idea. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to say one. Llama, llama, definitely a llama. Is that because it sounds like your girlfriend's name? That's how I found her on <laughs> nicheanimalanagrams.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, but fucking, um, you did completely tapped out. What animal would I fuck.com? <laughs> I clocked it. I finished the whole game. No, so um, this, is, this is a phrase. That's we're a not gi- here to fuck spiders. It's a giraffe sheep, by the way. A llama's like a giraffe sheep. It's cute, but um, yeah. So basically, we're not here to fuck spiders, and it's such a common phrase but the looks i get when i say it over here is fucking amazing because people go wait what like they think i'm accusing them of being a fighter a spider fucker like i'm like no 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 no. i'm not saying you are it's the just same saying- look that you're getting right now because you just used the term giraffe sheep and they try to gloss <laughs> over whatever that was well it's a llama isn't it it's a sexy giraffe sheep it's everything good about it giraffe and the sexiness of a sheep <laughs> you're an odd man. <laughs> yeah yeah by the yeah, way, little, little leopard skin pants, little shiny face, <laughs> eating his meat. Mm. Have you guys ever seen the video? And I, I, I reckon, and I think it was in Brazil of the puppy-sized spider. It's the size of a puppy. It's is it, massive. Is it one of those funny ones where it's actually a dog with lots of legs, kind of like put on, and you go, "Oh, this one is oh, it's just a cute dog." That's, that's what, okay. That's what Shane did when he was getting sexy <laughs> in the bedroom. I know what he's talking about. Tonight, that. dog, I'm going to make you look like a spider, yeah, spicing up this sex life. By the way, we in no way endorse bestiality <laughs> unless it's a llama. We've, we've already, we've already. Endorsed incest that one always has yeah. so, Shane, uh, Shane's got a weird sex life that's all I'm saying nah. well, no, after you said that you wanted to drown 500 chihuahuas last week I was like to clarify oh. if that wasn't list- me that was Timmy Jenkins yeah if you're a new listener and Danny didn't say that it was Timmy Jenkins go listen and, and make up for you I, we, there are still debates in the studio whether Timmy's a real person the, um, to go back to the spiders I I'd have proper arachnophobia I really 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 dislike spiders but it's weird how there's people that pretend they like spiders so that there was a again I seen a video this week and it was a tarantula mothering her baby tarantulas it's I not nice but people kind of go oh that look that's cute and you're like no it's not it's fucking barbaric like burn them all fucking <laughs> burn them get, in get a tin of James Lynx and fucking spray it on them <laughs> and a throw a match okay. on that by the way I'm still using that Lynx like, <laughs> <laughs> the same one the same one from all that time see I, when I see the video that you're talking about and videos like that because there's always um, ones where your voice got queasy yeah, just you, you, the you getting emotional <laughs> but it, it hit Brings it home how many spiders there actually are because she, the mum spider, is laying hundreds of eggs, and then you see them all, and you're like, "Fuck me, that's that's just one mum." I Think would, about all the different mums that they are, and there must be millions upon millions of spiders. You're actually, there. I've got I've got the fear at the moment. This is becoming a, a common theme. I'm a bit hungover, and you saying that there are thousands of fucking spiders in the world just crawling around with their fucking creepy legs and shit is absolutely freaking me. I out. would never go to Australia. Based on, I know that the cities and all that aren't that bad, but I wouldn't go to Australia. You watch some of the the videos, and it's usually a guy um, lifting his toilet, and there's a fucking huntsman sitting there. Or the bowl. Have you ever seen the ones with the bowl? And you're like, we'll put the bowl up above it, and and you're like, what what, what are they doing after that bowl gets there? (laughs) Just hold it on the roof for about two days. I remember trying to catch a spider underneath my bed once, and I did that with um, a Tupperware. 
tin basically and I put it over and then the fear I had as soon as I put it over was massive it was like fuck do I do now how, how am I meant <laughs> to get that out because you just assume that you can lift it up and then guide the spider into a magazine underneath it or whatever but that doesn't happen the spider doesn't want to do that I lifted it up and then it just ran away and I bumped my head and ran like fuck man <laughs> not, not long after I moved into my current flat I was sitting on the just watching TV and you notice something at the corner of your eye and it was a spider running across my carpet mm. and it was it was huge in sort of Scottish house spider terminology it was massive but like, spiders look like they're on steroids <laughs> these days <laughs> that thing so I got a pint Instagram spiders I had an empty, <laughs> an empty pint glass next to me so I very quickly put this empty pint glass over the spider and then and I remember googling how long does it take a spider <laughs> to starve to death <laughs> That's, that's harsh. It takes a long time for a spider to starve to death. So I thought I can't have that just like sitting there until it dies. And it must be. And I'm not fucking tragically. I'm not kidding when I say it was about four days later, and that pint glass was still sitting there, and that spider was still in it, getting and angrier going, and angrier. Yeah, just well, looking at you, like, like you can't leave it out there because it will fucking kill you. This is an angry spider, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I remember I, I tried to hoover it up. <laughs> And as I was kind of like lifting the glass a tiny bit, I was really, really apprehensive and really nervous. And that was the first time I realised that it's like not just kind of, oh, I've got arachnophobia. It's like proper fucking crippling. Spiders, yeah. I was really, really anxious. Where do you, and you probably answered that with what just happened, but where do you guys sit when it comes to killing a spider or anything like that? Personally, I, I get really, really bad guilt whenever I see a little insect or anything if I know that it's my hand that's killed a little insect or anything then I'll be crippled with fucking guilt I don't think that I should have that power to end another creature's life so I'll always try and put the spider or the little fly or the daddy long legs out somewhere if I can get it I genuinely cannot bring myself to kill another creature if I can avoid it is that the sound of a high horse? Just <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no, it's a genuine question because I, I, I believe that there'll be a lot of people like me. I get the question, and but my answer to that is always kind of, I don't see the cow die, so I don't feel <laughs> that, that bad you don't about punch it. Like yeah, yeah. Death, do you? But see, if you're the one that's inflicting the death upon this little creature, albeit I was looking at a couple of seagulls yesterday and I was thinking about their capacity for thought. I was like, they probably and they look like, no, no, genuinely, because it was nice. <laughs> were you like, high? Yeah. Like, what yeah, the yeah, I no, they were just sitting that. on the roof, and I was like, they've they've they're only thinking about flying because they kept looking around. I'm going, they're only thinking about flying or they're thinking about food. And I was like, it's, it's majestic in its own way, and then. I actually think about the feelings and the capacity of an animal's uh, life, you know, and what they can uh, bring to the table I don't, and their understanding of the world. Therefore, I, I shouldn't be able to just fucking squash it and smush it. I don't kill spiders. If, like, I wouldn't, say, for example, there was one in the other side of this studio. I wouldn't immediately run up and kill it. If it's leaving me alone and it's out of my way... They prove it, so if, they yeah, watch if you. If it's on the other side of the room from me, I'm aware of it, but it's not. it's not getting in my face. Whereas if it starts walking round towards me, it's got to go. It's like it's getting too fresh with me and I need to assert my dominance over this fucking <laughs> tiny fingernail-sized teacher that has no fucking acknowledgement of my existence whatsoever. It depends if you've just watched a David Attenborough thing or you haven't. Because if you have, you're just like, oh my God, it's gorgeous, it's marvellous, it's beautiful. But if you haven't, you're like, kill it, fucking destroy it. We were in... um. 
in the Scottish Highlands. My mum came over from New Zealand and we did this big tour of uh, Scotland. It was fucking awesome. But we were in a place called Inverness. We, we got into this Airbnb, right? And Kevin, who's my stepdad, walked out and laughed and went, don't look up if you're peeing. And I went, oh, fuck's sake, there's something in there. So we walked in and there was a spider. I'm not even joking. Just to give you an idea, probably the size of a, um, this is the body, not the legs. The body was about the size of a beer can, the bottom, the round part. Mm-hmm. Like I'm holding up the tenant's can at the moment. It was just jive fucking enormous. And it, its legs were that big that it kind of looked comical. And it looked like it, if it was to wear a bow tie and a top hat, it would be like, oh, hello, sir. Like it was, you could see it's So an English, an English spider. Yeah. <laughs> tell it, tell it. <laughs> but so basically we were sitting there all fucking freaking out going, well, it might not do anything, but what if it lands on us while we're taking a shit? Jesus, I can't have that. So we, we what we did is we, we had no weapons. There was no fly spray. We threw the uh, the bath mat up. <laughs> yeah, <no>. I'd <laughs> left my nunchucks in the car. <laughs> Spiderweapons.com Not overnight. But so what we wanted so we threw this bath mat up and it was a high ceiling, a massive tenement flat. We threw this the bath mat up and it hit it down right. And then it fucking scattered and it was like you could feel its foot it was like this. You could feel its footprints as it ran. It was fucking ginormous. Fuck right? off. No, 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 no. So, so guess what? So, so mum got the, the non-slip bath mat out of the bath and <laughs> threw it on top of it, right? And then, and I'm not even joking, she got up and she stood on every single inch of that bath mat. And we're like, mum, you might be over, this might be overkill. I'm pretty sure the bath mat would kill it. She did that for about two minutes, right? It was like, we all laughed and went, mum, it's all right. Stop doing the Irish jig on it. It's dead. She lifted that up and it fucking ran. And we're like, what the fuck is Terminator Spider doing yeah. in this fucking... It was honestly... And we, we ended up getting it. We fucked it up. But like, if we didn't... Because we'd made it so angry at that stage that if we didn't kill it, it would have got us in our sleep and probably punched us with like fucking biceps the size of ours. Like, this thing was fucking massive. Right now, all I'm picturing is that scene from Jurassic Park. So it's kind of like, we left a little glass of water out and we knew it was coming because the water started rippling like when this domestic house spider <laughs> took a step forward. But my fear of spiders comes from the film Arachnophobia. Like, it's John weird. Candy. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was, it's not like an out-and-out horror film. It's like a comedy but it's kind yeah. I reckon you probably it's your like man, me. You watched it very young. John therefore. John Goodman. Oh, I called him Jeff John Daniels. Candy. Your man out Dumb and Dumber. I think is also in it. Yes. But it's about a tropical spider comes over and fucks a house spider and creates this new <laughs> hybrid form. Yeah, yeah. And that's fucking feasible to me. See these stories where it's like, oh, we found like a fucking killer spider and a pack of bananas from Sainsbury's. Yeah. I can. We don't have the climate though. To- but they Keep still these alive. But they no, but they, they do stay alive sometimes. Like there's there was a thing where because I fucking find these stories, I look for these stories. <laughs> yeah, I bet you there's do. Like, houses need to get fumigated if like a spider crawls out a bunch of bananas. So I never buy. <laughs> this is mental. In fact, I never buy bananas in a bag. I only buy loose bananas. Individual bananas. Well, I'll buy them as like a loose bunch, but I will pick them up and I will stand on my own <laughs> in a supermarket and like, rattle the bananas. To make sure that nothing is coming out of this bunch of bananas, and I, I, I would never buy a pre-packaged bag of bananas. That's, Bro- Black that's Widows, high spider anxiety. Black yep. Widows are the ones that come in bananas, and they're fucking savage. They're a proper, proper savage. Uh, I don't this- think people die. Like even in Australia, people don't die of spider bites. But nah, is there a spider matter. bite that can give you an erection for four hours? Well, and, like, uh, the the Viagra spider. 
that rings you up You definitely L. fucking made that nah, up. That is to be not fair, a, that... So that, people just going around fucking that eating spiders to get erections. Absolutely rings a bell. No, me. you have to get bitten by it, and then it gives you... It does something in your blood, and it all rushes to your penis. I want to Google it. That would be fucking amazing at Christmas, eh? Like, imagine you're sitting around with your family, you've all got your shit jumpers on, we're in New Zealand, you'd be at the beach, having a barbecue, and then all of a sudden you get a fucking raging heart on. Like, je- that would be so fucking awkward. I get bit by a spider. <laughs> The spiders um as well, and this is it's this the Brazilian fu- wandering spider, yeah. uh, which is blah blah blah. But the spider's bite can cause painful erections that last <laughs> approximately four hours and painful can erections. and can lead to impotence if it doesn't kill you. Imagine imagine dying from a spider bite that gave you a hard on for four hours. Like he died going the way he would have wanted. Fucking hell, this is an actual thing. It's called it's got like phonutria. It's like a, it's got a scientific term. Oh, the spider. The spiders on uh, arachnophobia, no shit, were from New Zealand. They're not. They were non-poisonous, but they were these ones. I think they were water spiders or something mm-hmm. like that. They were massive, but they, they weren't actually poisonous. So they used them for the film. Yeah, and that fucked with our head because I think in New Zealand somewhere, one of the dark corners, there's a place where we protect spiders, native, weird, big, fucking scary spiders, and they went, "Oh, you got any spiders?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, we got a fucking farm of them." Spider oh. Island. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's like the scariest thing in that's the world. That's a film. <laughs> Spider <laughs> Island. Fuck me. I'd watch the shit out of that, I and then hate not. life. What if? What if? And this might blow your mind. This is what nine or ten beers does to you. What if Peter Parker bit a normal spider? This has descended into <laughs> a nonsense. nonsense. Yeah. I feel like we need some meditation to take us to the next place where we need to go. Danny. Conspiracy theories about spiders. I think that's a, a real high for this podcast. Uh, no, it's probably the lowest point we've reached. That's lower than you chewing a tea bag. Um, the, no, I've been trying something recently. I, I'm not, I'm very cynical. I'm very kind of, not hateful, but I'm very cynical. And I'm reaching a good crossroads in my life for the first time ever i'm coming at the end of third year of uni and like options are opening up i'm kind of feeling ambitious for the first time and i'm really mean the first time ever it's good so to hear i'm trying to get into like a, a more positive headspace and i've really started to kind of accept that i'm doing good things in my life as opposed to like putting them down so i've tried meditating recently and <laughs> no nah, that's so explain sure. explain what there's what an type app, of meditation there's an app doing. out there called headspace which i think is very popular Mm-hmm. And you can get it as part of your Spotify package now if you're a student, which I am. So I, I signed up to it and I tried it once a couple of months ago and about five minutes in I was like, nah, this is shit. And my cynical mind blocked it. And then I tried it the other day again. I was like, Do you know what? Like, I'm gonna try it again. And I still <laughs> I still didn't really like it, but I fell asleep during it. And then when I woke up, I was like, oh, did I just meditate? Did I just like do a <laughs> thing there? Did something happen? And I was like, nah, you, you felt you, you, you fell asleep. Yeah, that was it. Like you fell asleep and had th- those little micro dreams that you have. <laughs> so I was like, no, but it might have been a thing. It might have been a thing. So I tried it again last night and I was about three or four minutes in and I was like, you just fell asleep the other day, mate. This is, this is still a lot of shite. So I, I'm going to persevere with it for another few days and see... But it's, nah. it's it's an interesting concept and something that I would never even have considered a few months ago. When you've been trying it, have you been laying horizontally on a bed with a pillow and a blanket over you? Because that is just going to sleep. Like. Well, it tells you to... So what I do is I do it on my couch and it tells you to sit back on a chair and like put your feet on the floor. But I don't like that, so I just lie back on my couch as if as if I'm like in a therapy session or a counselling session. So I lay back, but I still kind of arch my legs so that they're on the base of the other side of the couch. 
and he says, it's like this guy, and I don't like the guy's voice. The guy sounds like a wank. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so he push you off straight away. But at the start, he'll tell you, look, this is what we're going to try and this is what we're going to do. So we want you to focus on your breathing and listen to your breathing and in and out and in and out. And then go, right, gently shut your eyes and embrace like the sounds that are going on around you. And the sounds that go on around me are traffic and trains. So that's not really that peaceful, but you go, right, cool, I'm going with it, I'm going with it. And he'll go, right, now listen to your breaths and count your breaths. Don't focus on anything else. If a negative thought comes into your head, just put it to the side. And I think the exact wording is, it's like, tickling a glass a light bulb with a feather and i listen to that and i go why that's yeah exactly <laughs> yeah sounds like tick- a lot of shit. and in the moment he's saying don't get distracted i'm kind of like stop trying to tickle fucking appliances and this, yeah but when he's saying it and he's like don't get distracted and then one of the first things that came out of my head was i wonder if dinosaurs were still around now would we try and dress them up the way we dress dogs <laughs> up and then <laughs> and then i was like about what well, would just be like small dinosaurs you could put them in like a basketball uniform and then it would look quite cute. And then you're going, oh, you're getting distracted. <laughs> or are you getting distracted? Is this the thing? Are you going off in another world? And then you're going, nah, but the dinosaur wouldn't really like getting the costume on. And it's animal cruelty, really. But it's all irrelevant. What size are these dinosaurs? Well, I'm talking about, like, you wouldn't put a fucking, you wouldn't try and dress up a T-Rex. I'm talking about like, little micro dinosaurs. How would you dress dinosaur a T-Rex? Pets? I'd, I'd put boxing gloves on a T-Rex <laughs> Like big boxing gloves It'd be funny arms. because it's got tiny arms yeah. <laughs> But you can't People do it and I am always very Skeptical and It's a lot to me to even try and embrace that So I, I'm going to stick with it I've read a few books about meditation Or people that have went through meditation I've never really tried it myself I've tried one session of Headspace When I was at my lowest point And I really needed to, to Avoid escaping my life and I figured that meditation in this app might help me find some clarity. But you genuinely, it's my understanding, you're not meant to go off on tangent thoughts. You're yeah. meant to completely clear your mind and just experience nothing because the human brain, especially nowadays with your phone, which we're constantly on or with distractions around you, the human brain never takes time to reset. It's always constantly going. Even when you're sleeping, your mind's working over time. So the idea and principle behind it is take some time to recharge your body and your brain. Don't think about anything. Don't let any distresses in the world in. I think it's a brilliant thing, though. Like It's really, really positive that you're taking some time to just sit down, empty your brain, and then come out the other side of that and have a bit of introspection and reflection. My main problem with it is, and it's something that you've pointed out to me previously, is that I'm an overthinker. So I remember the first time you pointed out to me, we were going to drive one day, and we were, I don't know, out fucking somewhere, round about the hills, and it's places where you get little isolated houses. And I said to you about how I couldn't live in one of these houses because... I would expect people in like pig masks to turn up at my house and you were like, mate, you really overthink things. Like all we did was just drive past a house and all of a sudden you've got people, not even in masks, in pig masks surrounding your house and you're getting into detail about how they're breaking in and how they're murdering you. So I, I'm an overthinker and I find it very, very, very difficult to switch off my imagination. See the, the answer that James gave about fucking two minutes ago and I'm, I, I feel bad now because I'm just kind of, bullying the kid that shouldn't be bullied you're too but, small to no but the me. thing is you, 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 my little chains but you act like the big tough guy no no but like james would like if you asked james fucking a year ago about this he would have been way funnier now he's like oh man meditation's important and you're like fuck off drink a beer and be fun again but james is 
like he's not, growing. I get it. I'm young and stupid. Fuck. Who cares? I feel like I'm. A lot of people now are going. Oh man, Ooh, stop, see, stop see, the see deep to put juice. it into context, mate. Do you know how that a saying a glass half full type person? Yeah, you're a maybe nine times full all the time. With us, there's no liquid in the glass. Exactly. Without without doing you a disservice and completely assuming that you don't have any thoughts that are negative in your head, you don't seem like the sort of guy that is affected with ill mental health. Everything just like rinses off of you, water off a duck's back. I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I live in the moment and just enjoy life. Whereas people like Danny and I, and even a year ago, I would have been in this exact same scenario. People like Danny and I have uh, crippling anxiety, depression. We go through a lot of mental struggles in our heads. So the idea being that if I can give myself mental crutches that help me achieve what you've got in your head where you really enjoy life and you live in the moment, then that's what I'll aspire to do. Because the guy just grabbing a drink and fucking living perceived in the moment and having a laugh. I'm not that guy. That's a facade. That's a facade. Thanks for talking me up there, bro. No worries, buddy. Oh, I feel like an absolute cunt. No, but there that's, as well. but that's <laughs> sorry, the, man. That's the picture I've painted. You know, and I, I can be that guy sometimes, but ninety percent of the time, I'm a guy that's thinking about where my life's going wrong and why I'm not the person I want to be, or am I really happy inside? Am I enjoying life? I'm overthinking every aspect of my life. I was painting the other day. And I was just thinking, I have the most joyless life in the world. This is shit. I never take any time to show gratitude for the things that I do have in life. Yeah. Or take some time to reflect on the good aspects of my life. Yeah. Uh, I'll just sit there and I'll reach for every single negative under the sun. I, I don't want to do that. So if I'm talking positively about meditation, it's because I see that as a, a crutch or a positive that can move me ahead to where I want to be as a person and help me grow and fulfil the potential that I know that I have. Fair play. No, genuinely. So fuck you, mate. Yeah, you know. And, fuck you. And, and the thing is, I like I didn't know, and this is the weird thing, I didn't. I just assumed everyone has a mental state like I do, and, and my girlfriend doesn't. She just is a normal person. Whereas I think me and my friends from New Zealand, a lot of my friends are from New Zealand, right, and... We're the ones that kind of go and we're outgoing and we go to the other side of the world and it's okay and we've got this, look at us, we've got a fun accent, like we're a bit outgoing. And my girlfriend calls it, ooh, I'm a Kiwi, la-di-da, because I just don't stress about things. But I, I, to be fair, I'm, that's probably an issue on my behalf. I feel like a normal space isn't where I'm at or where you're at. Maybe a normal space is, you know, there is no such thing as a normal space, but maybe a healthy place to be is somewhere in the middle because I'm a bit like, Ah, oh, we've got bills to pay. Ah, fuck it, whatever. Ha ha ha. Like, and, and genuinely, my brain thinks more jolly than I even speak. So I, I think, and and I I love and respect that about you. I genuinely, and I I could only wish to to be like that. There's some days that I, not not so much recently, because I, I actively try and pursue filling up my life with uh, things that like the podcast and um like running, go to the gym and stuff. But there was days last year and previous years for the past five years where I would sit in bed all day. Oh, yeah. Like, and But I, I couldn't pull myself out of my bed. 
I was sitting there and I was, I'm battling with myself. I'm, I'm eating junk food. I'm watching TV and I'm falling asleep after just having been to sleep for twelve hours. And I'm saying to myself, I'm going, you're fucking disgusting. You're, you're a horrible person. Look at you, go and do something. Like, and I would say all these, like, I'll go, I'll go and see my mum tomorrow. Like, and this is on a Friday, and then the Saturday I do another. I'll go and see my mum tomorrow, or I'll go run, or I'll do something positive. And twelve hours will pass, and I'm just lying in a bed of my own filth. And I'm just filling my head up with this complete disgust. I couldn't do anything about that. I felt crippled by this this person that I was. And I, I felt like I had to do something about it just because that, that to me was the most horrible existence in the world. And I would feel really guilty about the fact that I hadn't done anything productive with my day. But I, I really had no motivation. I couldn't get out of bed. You, you also become a sort of master of lying to yourself. Not just lying to yourself, but like convincing yourself of something so you're saying there, like, you'd be lying in bed all day and you would get to a point where you go, man, I'm fucking gross. Like, look at the state of me. But Monday, and you picture the Monday and you picture yourself, oh, I'm fucking going to the gym and I'm making a smoothie and I'm eating porridge. And you're like, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to do that. And then Monday morning comes and you start okay and then you get to, like, lunchtime and you go, do you know what's good? Chips. Chips are good. And then, like, you fucking just fall apart. And as you're doing it, like, as you're walking into the shop, you're going, fucking look at the state of you. There you go again, you fucking cunt. And that is a cycle that you get into, and it's a cycle that is def- very, very difficult to break out of. And it's really, really damaging. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's conditioning as well. I, I I know exactly just the way you described that. I was walking into this podcast, and to be fair, I got a subway, which isn't much better. But I was going to get uh, rolling chips, and I thought, "What are you doing, man? What are you doing? Why are you why are you not walking into Sainsbury's and getting a salad? Why are you not trying to fill your body with positive things and instead? I'm just like junk food, junk food, junk food, because it's all I know, and it's it's a temporary fulfilment that you get, but it's long term damage. It's it's not living a healthy lifestyle, and when you're not right in your head and you're filling your body with all these chemicals that are fucking all over these food, then it's just as you say, a vicious cycle that you rinse and repeat every single day. But, and I know I like getting shit about the drinking. I think it's brilliant. And being this guy that talks about meditation and want to uh, progress further into that aspect of life. But I, I, I take the shit for it. But I, I see numerous, numerous fucking positives from especially the past couple of years when people are opening up and talking about this sort of shit and all the help that's on offer out there and all the literature on meditation and the fact that it's becoming more popular and mainstream i think that is the best thing in the world the more aware of uh, our mind and bodies that we are the better we'll be as a society and the more educated that we can be the healthier our minds and bodies will be as well i like i i honestly feel like a sack of shit now because like the people, yeah, and, 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 no, but mate, you want to fuck a fucking llama? Uh, no, nah, let's let's talk about sexy animals aside. But like, I genuinely think that like, I, and I, people who know me go, oh la di da, I'm from New Zealand, and that's exactly what I'm like. And my brain thinks, ha ha ha, let's buy a church, that'll be fun. And like, my brain is just on this, it's on a different wavelength, and I, I, I kind of struggle a wee bit to understand mental illness and stuff. And I, I, I'd like to be the guy that. I guess can help people if possible, but I don't understand it. And I think a lot of people like me, if they haven't gone through it, they don't understand it as well as they should. And honestly, that chat was so good because my brain just went, oh, fuck. You just explained it really well. Like you've explained it in a way that I went, oh, fuck. So like, you know what I mean? I appreciate that because 
genuinely that you just inspired me a wee bit because you know what you've had struggles and you're actually looking to do better and you're looking to make yourself better and that's way better than just being like hey laddie down New Zealand like my that's how my brain works but if you are like I appreciate that and if you are going through those struggles I'd like to be the person that can bring some positivity to everyone just because I have it on spare but I don't I feel like if you're not like me don't feel like you should be I, I really appreciate that chat honestly that was like yeah. legit hashtag real chat think what what you can do mate and you've done it for me in the past uh, whether you've known it or not um when i've been at my lowest ebb um just be there for people like see and you've said that you've said that a few times in the podcast as well um and it's a catchphrase of yours don't be a dick but if you don't have the um emotional awareness or the experience of someone that's been mentally ill it doesn't mean that you can't help them because you've not walked a mile in their shoes. What you can do is listen to them for a mile as you walk together and let them unload upon you and support them through what they're going through. That's where, as long as people have open and honest conversations and know that they can lean on folk, that's where someone that might not understand what they're going through can really make a difference and help that person. So that's how you can help and have helped me. I'm sure Danny feels the same as well at times. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how you can help them. And that's really cool to know because there are people like me that don't go that, you know, I think mental health and I love the fact that it's getting so much talk because especially in New Zealand, we have the highest youth suicide rate in the world. And you're like, oh, New Zealand's paradise. But like, you know, there are people who are young people that are- You have a fucking spider island. I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing. And I, I love the fact that genuinely you just said, all right, well, if you haven't gone through it, here's how you can help because- if you take nothing from this podcast, it's that if you can help a mate at some stage by just being not a dick, that's fucking awesome. Because I don't, when I go, ah, oh, you know, if I've got mates that are struggling, I'm like, mate, I'm here. But I'm like, fuck knows what I'm going to do if I'm. If you ask me to help, I, I, I just would be me. And I guess, just, I guess listen, that's what listen, go yeah. for a beer, go for a walk, do things that are positive. Notice as well, you, Danny said it, and I, I, I maybe touched on it as well. The you're good at lying to yourself, which means that you're good at lying outwardly as well. Yeah. Um, and they, they call they call many things in an invisible illness, depression, addiction, if it's uh, one of the ones that doesn't affect you physically. Um, but there's signs that you can pick up on a close mate, and it's, it's making sure that you don't get frustrated if that mate doesn't come out and you just write them off and go, fuck him, not fun anymore. It's noticing those little things that... As a change in character and go, well, what's up with him? what's up with him? What's up with her? I'm gonna check in on them and I'm not gonna get frustrated. I'm gonna check in on them and keep checking in on them, make sure that they know that I'm here if they ever want to open up and make sure that you continuously just ask them questions. And it's easy for me to go, I'm I'm doing great, mate, but see if you can ask them and then that one time that they open up and go, Well, do you know what? I'm actually feeling really shit. That's a moment you can step in and help them. It seems silly and it seems like mm, that's not an answer, but even a phone call, it means like, I because I had my, my knee operated on a couple of months ago and I was, for about a week, I was in a, just a wee bit of a grim place because I wasn't allowed to move and I had no internet. I had like nothing to entertain my brain and I was like, your knee's fucked, you're fucked forever. But my mate Sam gave me a ring and just went, hey, I just wanted to check on you. How are you going? Like, you, like, don't stress out too much. This is a normal thing. You'll, you'll recover. And I genuinely was like, as I saw it ringing, I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if I can be bothered talking. And he, and he just rang to be like, mate, you're right. And I was like, after having a chat to him, it was, it was great. It was like, 
And that might be the trickiest part, is just going, oh, I never call John. I can't call John. Don't fucking, I'll send him a text. Honestly, if, you, if, you, if you're in a good place and you see someone that's not, give them a call. And I know you might not never call them again. You might you never you might be a person that's not really good on the phone. But just having that that human interaction, I think, would would do such a good thing, eh? I think that you know it's all good to send a tweet. It's all good to send a text. But I think if you actually can, just give them some time and just go, mate. Like, how you going? So yeah, I can't meditate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and by the way, we said this before. I think when we were touching on some stuff that happened to Danny um, when he was down in Leicester, um, our DMs are always open as well. Um, as long as you're not talking about drowning Nazi puppies, um, <laughs> and if you oh. ever just need a shout and go, guys, love what you said. Um, I'm going through that. We, we're more than happy to have a conversation with you as well. Yeah, we're not too famous yet. When we get too famous, it might the game might change, but. but- Almost felt like a bit of an intervention there, didn't it? Um, when in actual fact, the only person who needs an intervention we've, at the moment is your dad on social media. <laughs> we've, we've dragged Shane down to our level. <laughs> my dad, I honestly, my see, my dad's sixty-five, so he's in that old people on social media thing, and they're so fucking fun. I just fucking love it. In fact, I went through a phase where, like, my 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 brother's got a, a girl uh, who's got a, a partner sorry who's got two twins and they were seven year old girls <laughs> and so she put a picture of them up going really proud of my girls they won this award at school today and dad underneath <laughs> fucking commented going hey Dave it'd be awesome to catch up Just give me a text when you're around and I'm like where the <laughs> fuck did you think that was where Dave was she, how did you think that's where you should talk to Dave <laughs> on a picture of two seven year old girls on Facebook and this week he fucking he, he's had he's played two blinders and I fucking love that one of them was so we had we had a big emotional week a couple of weeks ago and um my dad James posted tagged me in a post and it was getting shitloads of comments the first one was hey son what does this mean for your job and I was like oh fucking hide that there <laughs> on, is like, on my <laughs> post <laughs> this is a sensitive subject hide that um and then about <laughs> about a, a week later it was amazing he went well said son wise words and I was like fuck it was, I said nothing I was just tagged in a post and I fucking I don't know if I've told you guys this but like so like a couple years ago my mate sold my dad a tablet but he made the home screen of Google Pornhub and just he didn't teach dad how oh, to you've use, told us this yeah, you told us this like three weeks ago it's, yeah. a, it's amazing because like dad was telling me he was like I'm just trying to figure out, you know, where I can buy a new microwave from. And he was using Pornhub as a search engine. <laughs> <laughs> microwave porn. He's just getting the weirdest shit out. You'll get a fucking worrying amount of results for that as well. <laughs> um. I, I, I love it. Uh, old people are great. Like, my girlfriend's partner, I'll tag my girlfriend in something silly. And she'll be like start a whole dialogue with my girlfriend going, how's it going? Did you hear about Dave? And like, this is kind of paragraph. Is that your girlfriend's mum? No, her grandma. Wow. She's hard out on Facebook. Like that's who. Uh, like, there should be age restrictions <laughs> upwards on Facebook, shouldn't there, really? Well, I just, I think it's the... I, I'll give I, them their own community. Go, like, here, guys, you can have this, but you can only speak to certain people. <laughs> my, microwave only res, uh, returns eight results on Pornhub. Can you give us the weirdest one? Because you've already fucking uh, <laughs> microwave. I can't think of any microwave oven. <laughs> One of the results is simply how to microwave bread. <laughs> <laughs> how how to microwave. A mu- oh, dad! Oh, uh, no, no, no! Dad get rid, get rid of that one. <laughs> you 
Do you just show a picture? You just I'm showed me one I'm of the results need, that came up if you on Pornhub I'm search microwave. But it'll get cut because it's fucking weird. <laughs> no, Har- hardcore teen get fucked by gangster with heroin and cum. I'm keeping. The, I'm keeping that. That came up. That came up under search results from microwave. <laughs> Who the fuck? That's. Who's like the top, <laughs> topless girls reading microwaving meals in thirty minutes? You've just got to assume that this, the the previous one there, um, they just were going for every tag under the sun. Yeah, and, and yeah, just went yeah. fuck it, microwave. Somebody's Put the whole be dictionary there. in. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever get jealous of someone that's like your peer? Con- do you ever constantly? Do you actually? What do you mean, like a comparison culture? Uh, kind of like, you know, we've all got the mate that earns a shit ton of money or someone that you go, oh, fuck, they're nailing it. You know, they've got the perfect girl, they've got, they're married, they've got the, a fucking cute puppy. I always get jealous when people have puppies, but one of my mates, he's, um, we live in Scotland, he's a Kiwi and he is like exactly what you would want a Kiwi to be. He could be an all black. The dude is fucking about 6'3", built like a fucking athlete. And he's just the soundest cunt you've ever met. Like, he's so nice. (laughs) Is there any Kiwis you don't like? Yeah, you're all very, very fucking... I fucking love Kiwis. (laughs) New Zealand's the best in the world, eh? Um, I guess so. The guy that maintains Spider Island. Yeah, the guy that's in there going, we need more spiders. Spiders are great. Fuck them. Russell Crowe's a Kiwi, and is he not a bit of a cunt? No, we don't like him. So he's a weird one, and this is weird. As soon as you said that... Everyone would have gone, any Kiwi would have gone, ah, nah, fuck it, he's Australian. They can have him. Like, he has basically tried to become an Australian citizen two or three times, but they won't let him. He owns a fucking league They don't team. let anyone in fucking Australia, do they? No, no. because a famous actor that lives well, there. He, he lives there, but that, he leaves too often to make movies. But he owns a fucking league team. He might as well be like, flame the crows. He might as well be on Neighbours. He's so fucking Australian now. We're like, we don't want him. He's not. Like, he's born in New Zealand and he's successful, but when we're like Scotland, New Zealand's like Scotland, and if anyone does anything remotely good, we're like, yes, we fucking love you. Mm. But we're like, mm, he's, he's a bit Australian now. You guys can have him. Well, give us Pavel over and Farlap and you can have fucking Russell Crowe. But no idea who don't None of that. Yeah, not a clue. <laughs> but the reason I brought this up is because I was, I was hanging out with... Um, we call him Kiwi James or Handsome James. He's just a, he's a, he sound, he's a nice guy, but he, he can fucking, he's just built a kitchen in his house, right? With his own fucking bare hands. And you know how Wow, shit, he's got bare hands? Yeah, he's got bare, hairy hands or it's fucking claws. Yeah, but no, but seriously, we went around and had a drink with, uh, me and my partner went around and had a drink with him and his partner. And you know how much of a cunt you seem like if you haven't built a fucking kitchen for your girlfriend? Nah, man. You can't nope. Eat, each nope. person's different. You know, you... You, so you tell me why I'm better. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. You, you make really good videos. Do you think he could make really good videos? No, he couldn't. Yeah. But that doesn't you know, help. He's our probably house. sitting at home right now. Got that. Shane made a really good video. Look at his mouth on this wrestling thing. Yeah. I could never do that. That got liked by a WWE superstar. Yeah. Building a kitchen wouldn't do that. For exactly. Me. You know. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. So you got to look at what you're good at. It goes back to what we were saying Ella You know, taking time and reflecting on what you're good at, and then not comparing yourself to someone else. Because everyone could build kitchens, then the world would just fucking be full of kitchens. <laughs> I, I know that. that, that. <laughs> I like how you were trying to go deep, and then your answer was: if, anyone, if everyone could build kitchens, the world would be full of kitchens. And I thought it'd be a fucking pretty sweet little world. Like, to be fair, the world is full of kitchens. <laughs> There's a lot of kitchens, eh? There's a lot of people building kitchens. But I think the sentiment kitchen. was there. The sentiment was there. Everyone taking. <laughs> 
Oh, I fucking love that. Isn't I'm it? lost. <laughs> the title of this episode: The World Would Be Full of Kitchens. Anyways. If you're a kitchen builder, sorry, like your job is important, but I mean, Jesus, there are a lot of kitchens out there. Fuck kitchens. That's the hashtag. I don't. I um, not to get too dark again. I don't compare myself to anyone really anymore because I did that loads uh, a few years ago. And it sent me down a dark path with uh, gambling because I was I was looking at people and going, well, he's got that and he's got that. And then I started speculating into the future thinking, well, if he gets that and then gets this, I'll need to have that and this because I want to look like a player. I want to look like the man. I want to look like I've achieved something. And in actual fact, it sent me down a fucking rabbit hole. And I realised about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago when I went to GA Gambles Anonymous and I started to learn more about myself. I, I, I realised that my journey is completely different from everyone. So to look at someone else and go, they can do that. I want to do that. I need, it's, it's completely wrong. I need to want to do something for me to better me because I'm not, and it's also understanding your own limitations. I'm not capable, in your instance, you're not capable of building a kitchen. Ah, I mean, I could try. You could try, <laughs> right? <laughs> Give but it a nudge. You would always compare your kitchen to his kitchen. Just plug it And in you'd be doing oven. it for the wrong reasons. So you need to go, well, what is it I want to achieve for me and how do I become a better person and how do I further myself? And I'm not talking about being a better person, i.e. walking around and giving money to charity and stuff. And building how do you <laughs> How do you do something that upskills you and makes you feel better and makes you feel more fulfilled and ignites your passion? Because Ki- making a kitchen's not fucking fun, is it, for you? Has Kiwi James ever tried to rape his own brother? Probably not. Well, and, he's and, better, and, and he's like a, better than Shane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd probably like try. He'd offer to make love to his brother, and his brother would be like, "Please do, because I've heard you're great." Like, <laughs> I um weird country. Weird <laughs> I um weird. no, I can't. I, I've honestly been thinking about Kiwis. I don't like, and they're just ones that move to other countries and then claim that country. That's the ones we. Those are the ones we don't like. We there's one guy right. He, um, he, and this, I know you guys love Richie McCall. You're always like, oh, tell us more Richie McCall stories. Oh, we but, love them. But I, I, I call him Dick McSee. That's <sighs> my nickname for I him. Fucking, I don't even know who this guy is. Oh my, I'm not going to buy it. I know you guys are trolling me, big, but basically big, this guy. Dick MC. This guy, this, this <laughs> guy Dick called MC. Dick MC. Richie McCall basically. Mate, don't be so disrespectful. He's a national fucking hero. And this guy that was born in New Zealand called Quade Cooper, right? Oh, wait, wait. He is moved Richie to McCall the guy that owns Spider Island? No. Hmm. This guy moved to Australia, right? And he punched Richie McCaw in a rugby match and the whole country went, you're shit. And it got to the stage where his nana, who still lives in New Zealand, went, Stop being mean to my grandson. He's actually really nice. She sounds like your mum. That's how that's how Kiwi woman sound. Sexy. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just getting myself wound now up. Now you're turned on by your own mum. <laughs> no, not my mum. I think in general, I just got bitten by that spider that gives four hour erections. Um, right, so we're going to round <laughs> things off and I'm going to ask you one thing, Shane. Were you being serious when you said that you would fuck a llama? No. Good. I don't think I could. I think we, we we couldn't end the episode without <laughs> clarifying that you don't want to fuck a llama. No, I, I like they're my favourite animals, but I wouldn't fuck one. You know, they're, they're nice animals. I like puppies as well. I wouldn't fuck a puppy. I can. I'm going to stop saying words. Yeah. <laughs> they're just sounding worse and worse. <laughs> Cheers for listening again, guys. This has been Drunk Therapy episode eleven, and we're probably going to uh, get taken off all fucking internet as soon as they find out what. As inside Shane said We've had a good run <laughs> That was Drunk Therapy If you enjoyed this podcast Go listen to some of the other ones The old you would have 
If you're on socials, like us there as well. Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Therapy. It's something weird on Twitter, which I can't remember right now.